Lights in the Sky podcast, episode 118, casual chat about uncasual things. I'm Luke. I forgot who I am. It's been too long. <laughs> Stop referring to how long it's been. We're, we don't want to Oh, I mean, it's been recent. Hello. Yeah. Hello. It's me, it's Anthony. Potentially. Wait, did I say Anthony? <laughs> Anthony. It's potentially it's a Anthony matter of here. minutes since the last time you heard us, <laughs> I'm going to assume. <laughs> a lot's happened in that matter of minutes. Um, think of it as a stasis booth where... Um, where a lot of time has passed between the end of the last episode you listened to and the start of the new one. I'm not saying time has passed for you necessarily, but for us, time may have passed, but it's not our fault. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, well, it's somewhat my fault for the positions and the choices I've made in my life. <laughs> How about that? Have you made some bad choices lately? That's a really bad choice. <laughs> Not like prison. I've been in prison or anything like that. If I was in prison, could we still do this podcast? Because I have heard lots of true crime podcasts where somebody in prison, like, phones in. Really? We could probably still do this podcast if I was in prison. Is that right? I guess in the US, like, it, like they will have, like, often these podcasts are, this person's in, in prison and they are unjustly in, in prison. So... Let's hear their story, and they can get on like the payphone and use like a quarter and, and and dial into the podcast and tell their story. So, so the people like send in quarters, like the podcast will be like, "I got a five dollar note. Yeah. Let's get eighteen hours of content out of this guy." No, you'd, you'd put like a roll and then close it inside yourself, <laughs> oneself. I guess <laughs> oh, <laughs> smuggle yeah. it in. No, I know why well, they're coming. Like you were smuggling a roll of quarters inside a, I guess, some sort of like or. Like, so there's a shaft or so of your body that would like house a row of quarters. Yeah. Who knows what that would be. Uh, some sort of cavity, I imagine. Yeah. Um, that could not be searched. It's cheap, and, it's cheap um, content, really. Yeah, and we can keep going. And I, I have, like, no excuse not to get on the podcast because i got plenty of time. Well, I have 25 plus years. Unless there, was someone else, unless there was someone else in line for the payphone. And then you'd have to fight for we it. We just have to work around it. Like, I, people would know within the prison that I have podcast on uh probably five times a week hey since when <laughs> is our schedule since when is our schedule mean anything is. to us <laughs> <laughs> hey if, depending on how deep that cavity of yours is we could get the uh, the show going yeah regular okay. intervals 200 episodes in yeah. no time how long does <laughs> yeah. a quarter well that's saying something about you yeah <laughs> uh i would say about 10 minutes about 10 minutes yeah, yeah, I mean, ten minutes. It's about like what dollar dollar fifty an episode. That's pretty good. Yeah. So just depending on how much you smuggle in, um, <laughs> it really all comes back on you because I've got nothing but time. Yeah. I mean, and you have nothing but. Um, hmm. <laughs> we get like a <laughs> like a lubricant sponsor. Yeah. Well, why not? <laughs> I, mean, I can think of reasons why God's not. Work. To be honest, I can think of we're doing we're doing God's work here. I can think so, of a dollar fifties worth of reasons why not. 
<laughs> um, so hey, you're 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 a, you're a straight married man. You know, there's no reason why you know. I mean, you probably haven't explored the lubrication side too much. Um, but I say it's available. It's there. Why not use it? It's on the shelf. Sponsorship it's next dollars. To your, you know, exactly, exactly. It's on the shelf. It's next to other products of um, like Blue Chew. Yeah. It's next to Blue yeah. Chew on the shelf. Blue Chew. Yeah. <laughs> I, I. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I can't see you now, but I, I only imagine you've got a massive erection thanks to Bluetooth. But, um, Can you please not imagine that? That would be really great. Well, it's hard not to imagine it now. I've said it. Don't so. say hard. Awkward. Uh, um, okay, so moving on. Um, we don't have a, an episode commentary, uh, a, a movie commentary for you today. Um, we'll get to that another day. Um, in the efforts of producing more regular content, we've made a few changes in our lives and in our setups. Um, so we're going to give this format yet another go and see how we go. So, um, so in short, yeah, so it's been we'll, it's been like over a year since we last uh, tried this format. Yeah, but the thing is that. That um, I feel like a movie commentary lends itself to both of us sitting in a room staring at a TV nice and warm. And the fact that we recorded my garage and now it's getting into winter. Like I've got one of those full on, um, what do you call those? Like a Fargo hat on right now. Like I'm not even kidding. I've oh, got, like, I've from got like that the, Canucks that one Kyle that I bought when we were South in Canada. Thing. You know that yeah. Canucks hat? That looks like Fargo. Yeah, yeah I bought Which it. I've been getting like Facebook. I've been getting like Facebook memories of that trip from like eight years ago today. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Every day, that's quite good. Me too. Yeah, I think eight eight years ago today we were in New York. Ah, nice. Um, yeah. That'd just about <laughs> nice be the. We were in New York. That was when we were in New York for the day they put the spire on the the uh, Freedom Tower. Yes. Yeah, so my. My memory of uh, my my time hop memory of which I'm at like thirteen hundred and fifteen days in a row. Uh, the quiz was like uh, this: of, of what eight years ago today, what did they top out as a tallest building in like the Western Hemisphere? And I was like, oh my god, we were there because I just looked at the photos and it was the it's a World Trade Center Freedom Tower. Cool. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, I was like, wow, I was there on the day, and it was like us coming back from Staten Island on the ferry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, on the same that same day, I spun around and said, eight years ago, I took that photo because uh, uh, when I was at the dinner table the other day, because I've got the canvas of the um, New York cityscape with the ferry in front of it from then. It was quite That's cool. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, a couple of uh, agenda items that I've brought to the party. Um. So recently in America, some woman was arrested because you might have heard about this on the news media. A woman was arrested because heard about this? you seen this? Heard about this? Yes. <laughs> because her daughter, a four-year-old daughter, had head lice so bad that the the head lice were like infecting her and taking extracting oxygen out of her bloodstream. Um and they were just a repeat offender and it and it occurred to me when i listened to this that headless doesn't seem to be a thing anymore 
or is it just that I'm not at primary school anymore? Did was yeah, was so headlights a big have, thing you for you have, at primary school? Because maybe it was just my school. I don't know. I can't say I ever had headlights or recur recur recall an incidence where of of it occurring. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because I was like bald as a child, <laughs> but um, I, yeah, is it something that happened in? Your, I, I don't want to say lower socioeconomic. That's what I was wondering. Grade of school, but what what causes head lice? Like, is it is it just transmitted from one hairy unwashed child to the next? Is yeah, that... exactly. Yeah, so just close contact. So it, I just is remember it, it are being. Are you like rubbing? Are you like rubbing hairs? Is it like? I'm not sure whether they like jump like weird, fleas or like... not. But. I guess, yeah. You guys just, like, using, you know, like, yeah, like, swishing your hairs all around each other and the things are jumping out? Or like, how, how does it happen? Like, or is it just you're sitting next to each other, like, on the mat? Seated on the mat? Is that, <laughs> Possibly is that, on is the that mat, right? but but also... On the mat? Just, like, roughhousing, wrestling. Oh, yeah. That kind of contact. I can imagine... I don't think we were allowed to touch each other that way in Catholic school. <laughs> the priests, on the other hand, they would, you know... No, you, they didn't, had you didn't go to accent, a Catholic primary school, though. I did. I did. What, Summerfield? No, I went to, I, I, I went to St. Peter's. Did you not go Have to you Summerfield known me all at all? Years and, you, and you thought I went to Summerfield school. No. I went to a Catholic primary school. I thought you went to Summerfield. And, like, you. No! That's oh where my you, god! What the really? hell? Really? What the hell? I can't believe you're just learning this about me. You've known me for 20 years and you think I went to Summerfield? Yeah. No. Did Josh go to Summerfield? <laughs> Big J, he did. Ah, uh, I must Other have just J. lumped you in with that. Yeah, with no. Because it was Josh and was it like I, I met, James I met, and... I met that crowd at Souths. Oh. But um, no, I was... My my neighbour went to Summerfield and I because of him I had access to the Summerfield school pool and you can imagine the, the antics I there. got up to there. At, uh, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I avoided the, the headlights at the Sunfield School Pool. But no, uh, uh, Catholic primary school. That was my only, only time I dabbled in Catholic education. Explains a lot, actually. Mm. <laughs> that does make sense, because I remember hearing all the Catholic stories. But in my head, also, you were at Summerfield. So I don't know when I thought yeah. that occurred. No, they're not letting no Summerfield School altar boy up, <laughs> up there at St. Peter's Beckenham. <laughs> Yeah, fair, fair comment. Yeah. Well, well. Okay. Famously, you know, altar server nailed that. By the way. Yeah. Lit more candles than most on the first attempt. You licked what? Um, lit more candles, <laughs> cleaned more uh, goblets for the priest. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Um, gobbies there for the priest. Is that, that's what we used to say. The priest near the gobby, and you're like, "Yep." <laughs> oh. um, okay. Okay. So the yep. so obviously the upper class Catholic school didn't have a headlights problem, whereas mere blocks. No, away, just a go- just a gobby, just a gobby problem. <laughs> yeah, I suppose they got off light just having an itchy head. I mean, I just remember. At, well, at there's, a, you know, the the the, the, pre- the priest would complain about that she hit as well, but I think it was a different problem. <laughs> they just needed someone to scratch that itch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, um, dear, I, dear me. Yeah, I just remember because uh, I don't know why. Maybe it was just my school, but it felt like there was a 
head lice problem like every other month and so like a couple of times a year you'd have to get the head lice shampoo and use that so this so this covid pandemic would mean nothing to you because you're used to being locked down from a deadly disease ravaging basically uh, a population yeah as, as head lice spread through the addington primary school so if i may be vulnerable here for a minute um, my worst head lice experience actually came... Oh, so are you... You got head? Lice, yeah. Lice. Yeah. <laughs> um, my my worst experience with it, though, was um, on the West Coast. So after... Well, I was an um, oh. intermediate age, um, halfway through a haircut, the hairdresser <laughs> says, you've got nits. I was like... So okay, what do we do here? Wait, 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 wait. What's 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 nits? Yeah, nits, head lice. No, no, you said head. What what what's the difference between head lice and nits? What are you talking about? There's two different things you're saying here. <laughs> um, what are nits? What are you talking about? You said head lice, and now you're talking about nits. Like what's the like? You've I'm never heard of like the term nits and, and 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 yarn when you're saying nits. What the hell are the nits? Head lice. I've heard head lice, but what is nits? Head lice. How do you, how do you spell that? Is it with an N or a K? Well, like, this was going to be my here? next question. Is it an N or a K? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I'm really confused. What the hell are nits? You've never what are you heard talking of nits? about nits. Have you never heard of nits? Are you being serious? I've right heard now? of knitting. I've heard of yarn. I've heard of needles. No, nits. it's like like you've heard of a gnat. You've heard of a gnat, like G N A T. Yeah. Nits. Nits. Nits head lice. Nits. Is it just another word for head lice? Head lice. So head lice is no, just... No, you've got that wrong. That's some sort of weird West Coast thing. No, it really isn't. I Literally, it was on the radio when they were talking about head lice nits and, and head and lice. Nits in children. Yes. Uh, kids often get head lice, also called nits. Yes. N-I-T-S. <laughs> what? You really were sheltered in that upper class catholic it really school. was yeah well let's 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 say oh sheltered from nits i'm not sure i sheltered from everything <laughs> yeah um, i mean it's i mean to put it in terms you might understand then it's like crabs but on your head <laughs> yeah thank you that makes more sense <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean that probably is literally what it is actually but um yeah so uh, yeah, worst experience with it was halfway through a haircut. The hairdresser then decided that, despite um, having uh, used her tools, <laughs> I guess you call them scissors, combs, um, and shavers on my head, um, she was going to stop at that point. I'm like, well, like I've got one sideburn done. So what are you, what are you doing here? Because um, she didn't want to yeah. get nits through her equipment for the next people. And I'm like, well, what do you want me to do about it? She ends up calling my mum and getting the go-ahead for some really expensive head lice treatment. Um, which she had so to the hairdressers were dabbling in this? So, okay, so how do you know this wasn't all a scam? Because it's very easy to say to a child, oh, you've got nits. And then, you know, dial up you know parents what they are. and say this. Yeah, and it's all a scam. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that would actually make me feel better because because you, you, you're halfway through a trim. Like I, I have I have lived this trauma 
just only ever theoretically through the fact that like I'm doing a like a trim of my beard or something when it's when it's got a bit long. Yeah. And like the razor say gives out part way through. And yes, I have that so same I always fear. Start, yeah. I've always start on my right hand side to go right right to left. And I thought I've always you know thought if this razor crapped out at this point here I'm going to have like a, a, a longy. Yeah. One with David Longy. A, a, a longy. A longy, yeah, David Longy, yeah. yeah, David Longy or Richard Longy, <laughs> I guess, depending on what your preference is there. Yeah, Long Dick or a Long David. Yeah, um, on one side, on one side, like class, yeah, like I have the, the same this thing. is a great scam. So you're half you're halfway through a child's haircut. Yeah, you throw out the N word <laughs> or the K word. We don't know. No, I looked it up. It's definitely the N word. Okay. Definitely the N word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and yeah. the whole job ceases. I mean, right? everyone's going to drop everything at the thought of someone throwing the N word around. <laughs> you drop the you drop the N word. You drop your comb. And so like that's that's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. And they you're, call your mum something there. They call they call Mama B, yeah, and and say that you know young 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 Lukey yeah has has half hair a haircut yeah has half a haircut with hair crabs yeah I'm gonna need to put I'm only gonna, gonna drop how, how much are you saying eighty bucks oh I don't know yeah well, probably wouldn't more be, wouldn't be cheap on, I wouldn't imagine on a treatment. It was definitely expensive here? enough that mum had to um an R. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> so nearly sent you home with half a cut. <laughs> <laughs> yep, quite possibly. Yeah. Potentially was, was, was mum half cut at the time, or do you think she was <laughs> No, seemed seemed fully sober. Gave the right response, put it that way. Yeah. Sent me yeah, on my way. Yeah. Potentially if 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 Mama B was half cut <laughs> As was as 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 was her son, she, yeah. she may decide to do their work herself. I think that 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 adds to the tension. We've skipped over something here. Can you imagine a tactless hairdresser loudly exclaiming in front of people I don't know, "You've got nits." Oh. The shame is this is is, is the, that just, is that how it happened? It wasn't it wasn't like a whisper. It it wasn't done delicately. No. It wasn't done tenderly. It was just the no. N word was dropped <laughs> across the salon. Yeah, it really shook me. Yeah, and there was at least um, I imagine uh, like a half turn from the compatriots <laughs> within the salon. Yeah, like was it was the? Do you have to say salon? Like, the tea growing region in Sri Lanka, isn't it? <laughs> a salon was the original name for Sri Lanka. Oh, yes. that's right. So well, salon that's tea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like saying um, Formosa for Taiwan. There you go. Yeah. Bit of a fun fact. Bombay um, <laughs> instead of Mumbai. Yeah, city, but but very good. But very good. <laughs> yeah. Um, recently learned that Swaziland changed its name. Just um, just keep that in mind for any pub quizzes. Change its name to or from. Uh, to uh, from Swaziland to something beginning with E. I, I can't. I, I, uh, I can't. So I'd get a half point. Yeah, there you go. 
if it was the ponderous puzzle yeah you would have got a half point for okay that. so yeah it's a real niche i don't <laughs> really know where i was going with that other than to offer up a, a story of myself being vulnerable as we kick back into gear of recording season um so think of that because yeah, um, so, the other thing is that I, now that i because once i sort of grew up a bit moved back to the big smoke i was like genuinely surprised because i i noticed how basically they put that blue water in that tub and the comb just goes in and out between people like what is that blue water actually doing right like it shocked me that there wasn't like a full sterilization process going on that i assumed was happening because they wouldn't dare touch me if i had nits but like That's does that mean point, that no one ever even, has nits or like or am i just gonna hope surely the blue this water is where nits spread from right like this is this is a breeding ground for nits that blue water is is <laughs> just like you know like a, a wet puddle for like mosquitoes that it's got to be larvae. it's got to be fairly germy like like when the, um it's like at a party they on mythbusters they tested um the party snacks and like was the like onion dip worse than the salsa for bacteria and the salsa was atrocious i bet you there's just a petri dish of things going on in that blue water oh yeah i want to double dip a chip in that (laughs) (laughs) yeah right hmm so yeah something to think about just consider that and how lucky you are that you're like mid 30s now and didn't even know what nits was <laughs> yeah we um definitely had a bit of a privileged upbringing there didn't we <laughs> showing my white privilege and um not knowing what nits are yeah white uh, is is, is that just a like a new zealand australia type thing like obviously not 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 head lice but the fact that things are called nits is that like do you think we would uh that would resonate with our international listeners i'm not sure Maybe maybe get anyone listening to if they're still around after our stasis incident yeah. <laughs> to to sosh me it in and we'll we'll report back if we ever get around to recording another. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm way more optimistic about this format. This is going to happen. Yeah. Do, do we need to touch on the format and what we've changed or what we're oh, doing? I suppose we haven't, have like... we? Yeah, we're we're a little rusty, funnily no. enough. Um, so the change is, uh, we're not in the same room right now. So while the rest of the world, um, yes. decided to separate and start podcasts <laughs> during I, COVID we, for yeah, an entire we got a, year. There was a bit of a, yeah, there was a bit of a, a court order imposed and now I have to spend at least, uh, you know, like 2000 meters away from you. So <laughs> yeah. But have you noticed <laughs> that over the, over the past year, every celebrity in America has got their own podcast, even like Bill Clinton. Hmm. There's the one with like Bruce Springsteen and Barack Obama. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to say Bill Cosby then for a second. I was like, no, he's in jail, I think. Well, I think he can do one. A buck fitty will get him on a podcast by the sounds of it. <laughs> yeah, actually, to be fair, yeah. <laughs> Depending on what his, what his support network is like and, you know, the capacity of their cavities, mm. then so, it's not to be sneezed at or coughed at or whatever. Yeah, most people that have any kind of following basically decided that they're going to fire up Zoom and um record podcasts for iHeartRadio. um whereas mm. we decided mm-hmm. while everyone was getting in we were getting out and so yeah because so. a lot of our, a lot of our format relied on 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 face to face and 
it's not because we're locked down in any such way uh, at this point in time. Touch, touch wood, mm. touch whatever. Yeah. Um, touch it, touch it. <laughs> touch a roll of quarters. Touch it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's that our lives went to hell uh, outside, <laughs> outside of it, outside of this. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yours I know. Particularly mine, to be my fair, mine, mine got a little yeah. busy, but mine were mostly like social functions on the wrong night. Um, yeah, yeah. Yours more career stress, all kinds of things, right? So I had a bit of that, uh, and then I dabbled yeah. a bit, a bit in the social events, and then, um, and to be honest, now that winter's here, um, officially decent frost this morning. Um, sitting in this garage at this hour of the evening, um, we may be better off doing this for the winter <laughs> than yeah, get back into it once it's a bit nicer. Freeze. It's um, yeah. Hmm. But uh, what it means is that um, we're not locked into certain days, times, or anything. I just have to wait till my kids in bed, and we're good. So um, we're hoping this is a format that's going to work for us too. Yeah, and, and mix it up, a bit of live, a bit of not. But when when life hopefully settles into more of a routine yeah um yeah the we can, can get a bit more in in, in personal mm-hmm. but at the moment this is this is a way for this is a way towards consistency and um getting back on you know, the podcast wagon yeah um on that note shall Thanks we back. do something paranormal on this paranormal podcast of ours i think so we're not what we're, we're 20 plus something minutes in and um yep. we've recapped we've heard about knits we've <laughs> learnt some of us have learnt about knits for the first time yeah some of um, us have um everyone yeah. who's listening has a homework assignment to open their soshmed hit um uh instagram or twitter at lits underscore podcast and tell us is knits a word that you is used in your neighborhood um, and yeah, it, hashtag let's knits. Let's see what we can get. Knits <laughs> in the sky. All right. <laughs> so um, this also will will this uh, paranormal tale that I've uh, brought to the party. This um, might be a good way in for some as well. So there's a it's a throwback incident. Um, I don't quite remember. I didn't grab the episode guide, but um, Ton, if you can do some googling while we're talking, or I'll try and do the same. Um, I've actually just I'm just what I want to do wait I've had a bit of, I've got the squeaky chair back and realized I should actually have the oh, other yeah. chair for this yeah so I'm not sure how much of this has been picked up um actually gonna what I might do here I pull myself a cider because I had a cider here I haven't actually had yet so I might pull that mm-hmm. I'm not even going to make nice. a joke about it being Dickens brand <clears throat> or Cockins brand <laughs> It's good. It's a nice cider. Um, a mold, a mold wine would have been nice for a cool night, mm. but I don't have any mold mulberries. When was the last time you had mulled mold wine? Uh, it would have had? been in would have been about June last year when I was visiting New Zealand's Alpine Paradise at Queenstown. Nice. I had a had a mold wine. I had a mold cider as well. Mm. Oh, it's lovely. Yeah, gorgeous. But um, this is a cool cider on a on a cool night. Um, I have feline companionship on the floor next to me. Mm. Louis here. Louis hasn't been on the podcast for a while, but he's back. <laughs> um, 
All right, so you ready? And um, I'm going to settle in. So you need me to do a bit of research. Is that what you're saying? Um, yeah, I'm... I want you to look through our episode list and um, find the one, I can't remember what it's called, around the Dead Love Pass incident. Do you remember that? Oh, okay, good. I do. Yeah. So the reason I'm saying that is because what I've got here is a throwback or a callback, I should say, to that very incident so um i'll go through and kind of set the stage a little bit and um yeah basically what what has happened is that there is a new theory as to what happened to um to those on the dead love pass incident so i think we were um we, we would have been in this the room i'm in now this um this this this, this the former studio Mm-hmm. When we were... Yeah. That doesn't really give us an episode number, though. Yeah, did you hear that? <laughs> no. It's weird. I was um. It just uh, I I opened up our podcast and it um it played the beginning of the episode. So it must have, must have been just for me hearing that. Mm. Uh, it's good. All right. Let's right. let's see what we've got here. Okay, keep keep going. I will I will have we search. So it's just uh, a... yeah. I got I've got the first. First podcast here, I've got Hey Babe, today, an episode. Recommend that podcast. <laughs> yeah, so this one. is what I mean. Everyone's getting a podcast. Sal got two. <laughs> <laughs> i got to say, you like that podcast though, right? It's, it's a hey Babe. Fave. Yeah. It's a yeah. good podcast, yeah. But not as good as, uh, I mean, it's better than um, Taste Buddies, but Taste Buddies is all right for background noise. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> they know it. Um, let me dive into this one. We're pushing half an hour already, so it'll be a bit of a light touch, okay. but um, this is more of a let's get the format uh, sorted, get our tech set, and um, we'll start hitting the ground with some regular apps. Um, so okay. just to give background into what is the Diet Love Pass incident, on January 27th, 1959, eight men and two women uh, from the Ural Polytech Institute, set out for a 190-mile, that's 300-kilometer, skiing ex- expedition. Members of the group were aiming to earn their Grade 3 skiing certification. The outing was led by Igor Dietlov, whose name would be linked to the incident and to the past where the group met their fate. So it wasn't his past itself. It wasn't like um, hashtag famous New Zealand Arthur's past, where Arthur Dobson, Arthur, Arthur Dudley Dobson, I believe, it found is, the yeah. pass. Yeah. This guy, this guy was just killed there, there on the day, yeah. and they named it after him. Yeah, like because he's because he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's not like some up my mountain oh. <laughs> it's just um, due to poor health one of the ten turned back early the other nine never returned when the trekkers were more than a week overdue an extensive rescue operation was set in motion the searchers discovered the campsite and the first of the bodies on February 26, 1959 the last bodies weren't recovered until May 4th of that year Star Wars Day this, this, this story's getting on now right like this is Yep. This feels like it's been something I've heard of in 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 times gone by, but yeah, 59, we're thinking on there, aren't we? Yeah, it's getting there. Um, so the reason... Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll carry on. Analysis of the campsite showed the trekkers had cut themselves out of their tent and fled in various stages of undress. Autopsies revealed three died from head and chest trauma, while six died of hypothermia. Two bodies were missing 
uh, sorry, two bodies were missing their eyes, and one body was missing its yeah. tongue. Some of the clothing showed evidence of radioactivity. The searchers found the skiers scattered downhill from the campsite. Some were near the tree line in their underwear, and in their underwear around the remains of a fire. Some were found deceased in apparent attempts to return to camp. The last members to be discovered were farther in the woods and down a ravine. Um, so, quite a scene, quite grisly, and you can see why people... It does sound grisly. ...started to assume something paranormal. There's people up trees, there's people... Uh, there's tents with, like, claw marks and people missing body parts, and then there's people just kind of scattered <laughs> right throughout the whole... <laughs> example. Yeah, exactly. Um... So, diaries found at the campsite showed the group's last night was February 1st, 1959. The trekkers had gotten a bit off course and ended up camping higher on the mountain than their original plans, um, which would have put them about a mile down by the woods. The last photograph on the skiers' camera showed the group cutting into the snow slope to erect their tent. Um, Russian authorities long ago realized that the snow on the mountain obscured the undulating terrain and the skiers must not have realized that the slope they were setting up camp on was about 30 degrees, the minimum incline needed for avalanches. The plot thickens. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Expedition members might not have realized that the underlying snow was loose and slippery, allowing the snowpack on top to slide. The trigger that started a landslide was most likely cabatic winds, fierce winds blowing down from a mountain. While the group was sleeping in their tent, these downslope Famously, winds... we have those. We have those in this part of the world too, with our like uh, nor'westerly gales. Okay, which you guys out there on the more exposed parts of the of the plains mm-hmm. would be familiar with. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Got it. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, the gotcha. the new the new uh, evidence suggests that it this is um, uh, from a landslide. Uh, do you still call it a landslide if it was snow, an avalanche? I suppose. Avalanche, I believe, is what they call it. I'm going to carry on. Um, fierce winds blowing down from a mountain. While the group was sleeping in their tent, these downslope winds must have carried snow from higher up on the mountain to start the avalanche. Part of the reason the mystery remained was that the search party didn't see evidence of a large avalanche. This is where the new theory steps in, which points the finger at a small but strong slab avalanche. Um, good uh, pronunciation here. Alexander Puzrin of the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology in Zurich, who has studied slab avalanches, and John Gorm of the snow avalanche simulation lab at the swiss federal institute of technology used computer models to recreate the event the disney movie frozen also aided in solving the mystery <laughs> no here sorry there's a problem there's a problem here the excellent depictions of snow's movement in frozen propelled gorm to visit the movie's <laughs> animators by using the animator's code to simulate no 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 no, no by using the animator's no, code can't. to simulate an avalanche's <laughs> impact on humans along with information from General Motors tests of crashes on cadavers the researchers showed that the block of ice no bigger than an SUV could have caused all of the resulting injuries when it rammed into the tent the victims with chests and head injuries survived for a time before succumbing to their wounds which coincides with what the models Re- revealed 
The rest of the strange situation can be explained from events following the avalanche. The various states of undress were probably a result of victims having been struck by the avalanche while they're out of their skiing clothes and in sleeping bags, though some of the some could be the result of what's known as paradoxical undressing. <laughs> when someone dying of hypothermia begins I, to I, feel I, I, that sounds like a sex crime <laughs> I was going to say did, the, did any of that happen back at Catholic school if, if you if, if, if I said to you like I have been locked up for 10 years and you're like oh instead of paradoxical undressing you're like oh yeah here yeah. we go old Tom's a sex crime again yep. all I had to deal with was head lice you grew up in <laughs> paradoxical undressing um, yeah, it does sound like something I suffered from as an older boy right <laughs> exactly uh, which is when someone dying of hypothermia be- begins to feel overheated and disrobes. Missing eyes and tongues would have, re- would have resulted from scavenging animals, which had plenty of time to find, find and feed off the bodies that were exposed to the elements for weeks. The curious radiation found on some clothing can be explained by explained away by the thorium and gla- gas lantern- lanterns found inside the tent. Without surviving witnesses, the mystery can never be 100% solved, yet the slab avalanche theory comes closest to fully explaining the tragedy. Anthony, yours please. Thoughts? I would say, surely if this, if this sort of thing happens, had happened, it would have happened again since 1959, somewhere in the world, right? Like... I don't doubt that these sort of things do occur and these take and, and take place, but it, it this is to me one of those situations where the answer proposed by I guess the the scientist is more insane than almost anything you could put forward <laughs> as a paranormal explanation. Um, I'm not saying it's necessarily wrong. It's just it's taken a lot of um, creativity to come up with something <laughs> this bizarre. I hear what you're saying. Um, I will also point you to the nine minute thirty video accompanying this um, uh, article, and you can watch it and make up your own mind. For for me, I know that the animation part of it is probably the most feasible when you're doing animation of any kind of environments it's crazy the level of physics and things that you have to actually put into it so you put in um uh things like frozen part that you're saying yeah so so what i'm saying is that that could feasibly simulate snow the rest of it i'm not sure (laughs) <laughs> the rest of it, it it could simulate snow it could simulate um potentially impact stuff on a body because it would even have programmed into the animation stuff um forces and um and impacts and you know g-forces and stuff like that you'd be able to measure using this kind of tech um, um but the rest of it like you say is you've you've done a lot of coloring in you know Mm. you could simulate what a what an avalanche looks like quite feasibly but that doesn't mean that you can then come to all the other conclusions and explain away all the other weirdness so yeah there's my two cents yeah just thought it was interesting yeah 
I'll put up it's, this. It's, um, I'll send you across this video, and then you can post that on our socials as well as social med manager, and then we can. Um, yeah, I had a, had a bit of a um, hiatus from that role recently, but um, <laughs> can you get it, you know, up and cracking again? Had a hiatus from um, all of our roles, really. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I, 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 I gotta say, like it's it's good to hear like a revisit on a case like this because this is um a case I've heard about for a long time. Um, something that when you I remember you originally brought it to the show, I had heard about it, not necessarily probed as deeply into it um, as uh, maybe we did on the original sort of take there just mm-hmm. it was sort of a bit of a, a curious one with words i couldn't pronounce that were russian yeah that's um, right that's why that's why you didn't pick it i remember I this. you didn't pick it and you left it to me to pick <laughs> it's like i've heard about it but i'm not going to say those words <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly someone else stumbled across those ones yeah but um yeah like it just it's, it's good to see there's another take on this because um we should be always with a skeptical view revisiting these um these incidents and seeing whether there's actually a, a a rational explanation but when those rational explanations sometimes become more irrational than whatever the paranormal incident could have been um yeah i just yeah just the it feels like whatever happened on that event there was some sort of like enormous sense of panic and like the organs that were removed, I recall, were done so with you know, absolute precision. So the idea that you know, an scavengers and yeah. animals doesn't really ring true. But hey, you know, um, this simply reignites interest in what was a very mysterious, mm-hmm. uh, complex incident. So, you know, all power to them, bringing it back. That, so if this was um, yeah. 60 odd years ago, then maybe in another 60 years we'll do another follow-up. Who knows? Yeah, okay. I'll, I'm sure we'll be down for that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Maybe by then we will have got our regular rhythm going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so I'm happy to wrap it up there. If you've got anything else you want to touch on, Tom? Uh, I have not actually been able to track down the episode that it originally aired upon. I haven't looked is- that, that that closely, but but I think what I'll do is um, share share with me this link, and I will repost the um, the or the original episode that this aired upon. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that's the problem with us making uh, awesome creative, uh, awesome uh, creative titles. Is that now when we're looking for an actual incident, we have no idea which one it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, was it uh, Tremendous Big and Black? <laughs> Could have been. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Um, uh, another one here. What's this? Um, in for a penny, in for a plowboy. <laughs> Who knows? Was it The Whore of the Deep? <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> Not it? <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Before this descends into us just laughing at our own jokes, um, maybe we wrap it up there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, anything else, Tony? Uh, I, I I'm just going to be. It's going to be back. It is good to uh, be back. I'm just yeah. It's 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 really good to be back. Hmm. So um, I'm I'm just I'm pleased that you know we found a format that hopefully we can return with vigor to a regular routine and. Um, 
get the show back on the road and we'll be up to episode 200 within you know a heartbeat Mm -hmm. sounds good to me all right then on that note we'll call that another episode of lights in the sky podcast catch you next week totally